how do you get the most out of life? And especially going through a, a situation like you're going through right now, like what's the pep talk that you give to yourself um, about, you know, how to go forward? How to Sure. Proceed? Well, that's just it. You said the key word, go forward. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can't sit in the corner and cry and, 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 and pity yourself. Yeah, you can. Of course, we all do that. It's natural. But where's it going to go? Where's it going to lead you? So, uh, I mean, for me, exercise has always been the up and up. It's always picked me up. Uh, it's kept me strong mentally and physically. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it, and I'm getting more. <laughs> uh, because it's put me through this. It's got me through this. And so that's why exercising is important, not just exercising, but knowing how to exercise well so that you can actually increase your body's performance level. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. Keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com slash pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm here today with Randy Herring. Randy, how's it going today? Hey, pretty good. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Randy, you're the author of uh, the book, The Fitness Mindset. There's the book right there. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your story, how you got into this health and wellness uh, area. Wow. Uh, well, uh, I'll be 60 this year, so it goes back quite a ways, but I'll try to make it brief. <laughs> Uh, well, I got into actually working out. I was actually uh, in, in high school. Uh, I was uh, one of those kids uh, who got picked on. I was shy, I was skinny. You know, it happened to school. So um, I got tired of it, but uh, that's not the whole story. That's not why I started working out. Why I started working out is that I wanted to ask this girl out on a date. And again, this is me, I'm being shy. So uh, my mom actually dropped me off at school. Uh, I was actually in my uh, blue cord jacket, <laughs> blue cord uh, pants. Nice, <laughs> was, nice. again, this, is, this is back in the seventies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so I walked up to this uh, uh, girl, her name is Jane and she's out of her locker. And I asked her out on a date and very politely she's very kind and nice too but one of the popular girls too very kind very very modest and uh she politely uh 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 what was uh i don't want to say reject that's a strong word she said no so i was thinking well if it's you know if i was <clears throat> ugly i couldn't help that right i mean but if i could change my body may become more attractive to others maybe and feel better about myself more confident and so that's how i got into uh lifting weights uh so that's that's my story how it started and 
and from then it's the rest is history <laughs> nice nice uh, and yeah and so now you're helping other people get fit healthy i am yeah, so, yeah sorry no go ahead uh, I, I was go, go ahead go, and I'll, yeah so I'll, you know i've been working out for 45 years and people yeah. look at me and they say wow that's a lot but it's 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 been a journey for me and, and it's been i've been doing it for all this time because it, it does help always always well it keeps me motivated it keeps my confidence up uh it helps me to believe in myself and make me strong and that's pretty much the uh you know the, the benefits of exercise at face value when you start doing it yeah and yeah. you know and when you have challenges in your life uh, you know and, and that gets me through because when you're in the gym working out it's hard work yeah so sometimes in the gym when you're working out of the gym you know, you, then you, after you're done, you go back to the real world. It's like, you can imagine, you know what? I can face anything. Yeah. So, yeah. so I've been in this for many years and, and that's why I wrote my book too. I thought it was time to write a book, not because of that reason, but you know, I, I do have personal training experience for the past 20 years uh, with the uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine. Um, but in my book, uh, I write this because, first of all, my journey and how much it's helped me. And I kept journals too when I was overseas mm -hmm. and when I did overseas to keep on exercising. So that's in the book too, as well. Nice. Uh, and what I did, I mean, it amazes me. <laughs> I'm looking at my book. Sorry, it's down here. <laughs> it amazes me for what I did over there. But, but it shows to me my mindset was always to be fit and strong because that's a really highly important thing in daily life living. Yeah. Uh, but to go forward, uh, the other reason why I wrote the book is because we went through the pandemic uh, and we had lockdown. And uh, at the time I was working for a supplement company and people would walk in and I'd ask them how their workouts going during the, uh, the lockdown pandemic. And they said they, 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 they either stopped or they're working at home doing whatever, mm -hmm. nothing specific. Mm -hmm. So during this time, you know, uh, working full time, you know, again, there's a challenge. Uh, I worked out in my home, which is a very different environment from the gym. I love the gym, but I had to adapt myself in my home environment and uh, buy a, a set of uh, resistance tubes or bands. I got tubes with the handles. Mm -hmm. uh, and I put up a regimen just like the one I would do in the gym, do my wall sits, and also do the tubes with my cardio, uh, cardiovascular training, my cardio training. Uh, so I'd work out every day, every morning before going to work. Nice. And when, they, when the uh, lockdown was lifted, uh, to my amazement, after 51 days, actually, I was stronger and more defined. I was more mus muscular because of the band training because of the, uh, the tube training. So, so after that challenge to myself, I thought, you know what? I'm ready to write the book and help others that you can keep on moving forward. But then, uh, so that's the main reason why I wrote the book. I'll stop there. <laughs> nice. So, so is the book specifically geared toward like you have no equipment and it, cause it is more mindset oriented, right? Or, or do you yeah. also deal with some equipment in there as well? Yeah. So, 
so once again, you know, uh, I, I like the gym. I love it. Uh, you got the bench press, squat rack, you got the dumbbell, barbells, but uh, you also you can do a uh, workout anywhere you can, anywhere that you're able. Again, it's a mindset. So, for example, when I was in Japan for a number of years uh, I, and I didn't have a gym available, there's a track next to me, next to my home. I'd run around the track, but I do I do my sprints for my uh, hamstrings, and then I walk around the track, and for I did like eight times, and then there was a pull up bar, so I do my pull ups there, but also I would be doing my push ups, and other things in my own home to keep fit before I found a gym, uh, and the same thing when I was in uh, Israel slash Palestine. Uh, for a few months, uh, I would uh, work out in the home aisles and doing push-ups and doing what I could. Uh, so even that, and that's all part of of of, of, of staying with the exercise regimen. Uh, mm-hmm. Even during going fast forward to the pandemic, uh, you know, we could train outside. It, most most uh, houses are next to maybe I think a track, track and field, high school. Right. Uh, stairs so many options you can do and that's what i did during that time too as well that's awesome so. yeah that's great i think that's you know back when i was in my early 20s uh early to mid 20s me uh i would get get together with a couple other guys and we'd go to this park and it had like one of those tracks around the outside and you know the little obstacle course thing so it had like a dip or had parallel bars we do our yeah. dips uh it had these like hurdle looking things and we would go over the hurdles going one way. And then we would duck under the hurdles for some flexibility going the other way. It had like a pole climb, monkey bars, you know, and we got some great workouts. It was a, it was a great full body workout. Yeah. yeah. We don't need all the bells and whistles and it, you know, they're great. I like you, I love the gym. I love going to the gym, trying all the fancy equipment, but if it's not there, definitely can't use that as, as an excuse, right? All you need is like a little mat and a little area right. in your corner. Right. You can do everything. Right. And all I can say is, all I can say is when I was doing my tube training every morning after 51 days, I was very happy uh, that, that, that that lockdown was lifted because that's the hardest thing I've ever experienced doing mm. my wall sets too, because yeah. the distance is quite different. So going to the gym, piece of cake, walk to the park, it was, it's fun. <laughs> so <laughs> it changed my mindset for the gym as well, too. And being right. here at home, uh, it's more, more, it was more difficult, harder. And I write that in my book too. It was, it was harder training. Right. Right. Wow. That's very interesting. Well, speaking of hard training in difficult circumstances, um, you're a three-time cancer survivor. Uh, talk a little bit about that, about how that has shaped you and about how that battle was and and those experiences. Okay, uh, so my uh, so first of all, I've had testicular cancer. That's hard hard name to say. Testicular cancer three times. The first time was in two thousand nine, uh, and I had no chemo for that. But all I did was they removed my left testicle. That was gone. Ten years after that, in two thousand nineteen, and actually during my uh, transformation, that I write in my book, I had a second recurrence of it. And they had to remove my right testicle. So at this point, right, I had no testosterone. 
Yeah. So I had to I had to go on uh, uh, take a testosterone injections for that because again, you have no testes, you have no testosterone. So uh, I was doing that uh, for I guess a, about a year and a half. Then uh, the doctor gave me. Uh, I always have my checkups once a, once every well, once every three months, once every six months, whatever it was, mm-hmm. for my C, for CT scans to see if uh, everything was okay with me. Everything was gone. Uh, but the doctor in October, I was there. I won't forget it. <laughs> looked at his screen at the CT scan. He said that shouldn't be there. I said what that and he told me that uh it was the cancer came back or actually never left me oh wow and it was just below my uh lungs behind my abdomen so i'm thinking so so i asked what kind of cancer he he said it's probably testicular cancer Hmm. so i'm saying well how can that be because guys only have two balls right Right. So how did be? How can it be the third time? So, so explain to me that when before boys are born, the testicles sit right here, just right in the middle, uh, below your lungs, and uh, when the you know boy is born, they drop down, and voila. Wow. So there's a tube actually that goes up through the uh, side of you, up through your uh, back and down here and that's the drainage uh of where the what the tube of the testes are so so uh so they did uh of course they got a biopsy to make sure again this is like uh just a few months ago (laughs) this is last year october november now i'm going forward uh they had to put a uh port uh, in my body, uh, it's actually right here. I know you can't see it right here. So they can put the, uh, the, uh, the needle for the chemo to go Mm -hmm. in my body. Wow. Uh, I had chemo, uh, so everybody has a different kind of chemo regimen, kind of treatment. Uh, and I just had a new job too. (laughs) I just got a new job. And, uh, so when I was going through the chemo treatments, I had like, uh, I was going every, so it was like one week on, two weeks off. Okay. And so when I was in my, doing my chemo treatment, I was in the chair five days a week and taking two bags of chemo per day. Uh, and that was about uh, from like eight o'clock to one o'clock in the afternoon. So that was my regimen uh, for 10 weeks, one week on, two weeks off. Um, the hardest thing about the chemo was the constipation. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to drink water, which you have to with the chemo to flush out mm-hmm. your system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard. And, you know, with my reg- regular regimen of, of eating and working out, I basically have, you know, uh, at least five or six bowel movements every day. <laughs> and here I am having like zero. Mm-hmm. So it was tough. Wow. That was the toughest part. Yeah. Uh, so moving forward, my chemo ended uh, in January, the last week of January, I believe. Yeah, the 21st. Yeah, January 21st of this year. So just uh, like, during two, that time, I was like two months ago, yeah. working out when I could. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, so, but the recovery uh, has been harder uh, and the effects of the chemo has affected my body. Yeah. Uh, I've got blood clots uh, and I had no testosterone. I had to take, I, I couldn't, I could no longer take my uh, testosterone because of the blood clots and because the chemo had enlarged my prostate from four to 11, which is way beyond. Wow. And so the biggest challenge to me and the hardest thing psychologically my body has been regulating itself on estrogen and we both have estrogen and testosterone in our body right guys have more testosterone which makes me guys and girls have estrogen that makes me girls so that's been the hardest part and the effects have been you know uh unwanted fat around the belly uh soft skin it's just weird yeah and i can't sleep because i get hot hot and cold flashes every day wow. about 20 or 30 of them every day Oh my gosh. So, so, uh, so I, I'll get my CT scan next month. I'll get an ultrasound for my leg, the blood clots. And if the, everything's okay and my prostate is down, then I can start taking my testosterone once again. But I want to emphasize I'm still working out. Yeah. And because this, the estrogen has, has increased my <clears throat> body fat around the middle. Uh, I'm working out, uh, every day and sometimes twice a day. And, uh, and I want to see how well I can get this down myself before I go back on my testosterone. So again, it's a challenge for me to do. Yeah. To get yeah, this. yeah. And so basically once again, I think it's a, it's a, it's a mindset, fitness mindset. Yeah. hundred percent fitness mindset. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Randy, let's, you know, I'm actually interested, uh, just put this out there of like checking in with you maybe in a couple months to see where you are with your journey. I think that'd be really interesting for sure. people. Um, I want to end the show with your motivational speech. What is, you know, one to two minutes, how do you get the most out of life? And especially going through a, a situation like you're going through right now, like what's the pep talk that you give to yourself um, about, you know, how to go forward, how to sure. Pursue? Well, that's just it. You said the key word, go forward. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can't sit in the corner and cry and, 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 and pity yourself. Yeah, you can. Of course, we all do that. It's natural. But where's it going to go? Where's it going to lead you? So, uh, I mean, for me, exercise has always been the up and up. It's always picked me up. Uh, it's kept me strong mentally and physically. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it, and I'm getting more. <laughs> uh, because it's put me through this. It's got me through this. And so that's why exercising is important, not just exercising, but knowing how to exercise well so that you can actually increase your body's performance level. That's what my whole book is about too as well. So uh, uh, it's, it, it, it's more than about getting healthy. It's about exercising better, exercising well to focus better, to get the most out of your training you can be strong, lean, and fit. Awesome. Love it. And so it can help you through life's, yes. you know, big hurdles and speed bumps. And exactly. Well, well Randy, we, yeah, yeah. Well, we all wish you the best in your continued battle. Uh, and we'll see you in a couple months. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, Randy, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, we have your book. What about your website, social media, any other ways to contact yes, you? Yes, my website name is uh, Herring solutions i'm sorry herringfitnesssolutions.com 
uh, H-E-R-R-I-N-G, and it's all one word, fitnesssolutions.com. I have a YouTube channel. Look me up, Randy Herring. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn as well, too, and also nice. uh, Instagram. Awesome. All right. Well, Randy, we'll, uh, we'll, again, have you back on in a couple months. Randy Herring, everybody, on Health in the Real World, signing off. Thanks so much for joining me today, Randy. Okay. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Chris. Okay, take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.